0: Hey, welcome to International Podcast Month, or IPM. IPM 2022 is brought to you by the organizational team, Cole, Tess, and Theron. A very special thank you to all of our participants, without whom this event wouldn't be
1: possible. And now, on to the episode. Hello, and welcome to International Podcast Month. My name is Kyle Gould, and I am the podcaster, editor, director, and producer of Tavern Tales, Tavern Tales Jr., and a player in Flight Risk. These are all ongoing, regular podcasts that I'd love for you to check out. So, today, I am overjoyed to present international podcast month and our listenership with avatar legends the latest game to come out from magpie publishing it is based on avatar the last airbender Korra, and what is no doubt to be a soon to be released live action show and other animated movies and shows to come because apparently they've decided to really go whole hog on the whole thing in avatar the last airbender universe You know a little bit about me. Today's game is set in the Avatar Legends world a couple years after the Age of Korra television show, and I am delighted to have three wonderful, exciting players around the table, so take it away, players.
2: Hello, my name is Cameron Robertson. You can find me on two podcasts. I am a player on Tabletop Squadron, a Star Wars Edge of the Empire actual play that follows the crew of the Afternoon Delight as they hunt for galactic treasure, rebel against the Empire, and grow closer together as a found family. And I am also a player on A Night of Shreds and Patches, an immersive Genesis actual play following the adventures of the Patina, a motley band of traveling mercenaries trying to make ends meet in a... Hope punk post-post-apocalyptic world with their large-scale combat mech, The Night. Both have two seasons. You should check out both. Hi, I'm Nicole, also known as
3: Faye. I am a regular on the Misfits of Space podcast. We are in our second campaign where we are doing a scum and villainy. where We are continuing our antics of driving our GM crazy with plans such as Let's disguise ourselves as a bridal shower and get captured on purpose. Can we resolve this fighting with kissing? Listen to us to find out how often that does come up. I'm also sometimes found on the Redacted Files podcast. And if you're looking for something a little different, I do a podcast with my two sons called Jack, Sam, and Mama, where I let them talk for about five minutes on whatever they want.
0: Hey, I'm Susanna. I am the keeper of the Thornvale podcast. It is a narratively focused monster of the week show where three monster hunters try to protect a small town off the coast of Florida from the horrible monsters and creatures that are trying to destroy it constantly. I think I may be the only one whose show has nothing to do with space, (laughs) but it is a fantastic show. It has uh, two full seasons. We have over 160 episodes. So if you need something to binge for quite a while, come check it out. It is a ton of fun, full of trauma and secrets and monsters and lots of lots of fun stuff for you so come check it out it's called thornvale
1: thank you three so much for choosing to be part of my game today and by the end of this this won't be my game this will be yours because while i do know certain key moments that may happen over the course of this game i have no idea how you're going to get there or what will unfold when it does happen so this is all on you Really, this is my basic provisional warning of like, hey, I didn't do this. (laughs) No pressure. (laughs) But that being said, (laughs) let's start it in proper, true Avatar fashion, shall we? It's the short days leading up to the grand finale, folks. The Newt Gunrays, last year's runners-up face this year's fresh faces. The newcomers who unseated in spectacular fashion last year's champion team, the Rune Haiku. Everyone's eyes are on Team Captain Chad Chang, and worries abound about the injury to the team's airbender Kamal-ish tender. Will they be healthy in time for the match? And what is this we hear about scandal in the streets? Word is traveling fast that rising street gang The Four Corners have cornered the market on the betting. And our newcomers, Republic City's own turtle ducks, odds have fallen sharply in recent days. Is there something the Four Corners knows, or moreover, something the Four Corners have done to impact the match? we reached out to Detective Iwazuma with the Republic City PD for an official response as the detective on the case, but we have received no word back from the tight-lipped official. Our referee and two officials have been chosen from the bowl, and they are none other than renowned Hai Tan Lin, the famous earthbender, city councillor, and pro-bending fanatic Ju Lee and Kanti Makwa. Perhaps sabotage awaits, but no matter what the setup, I don't doubt we will all be treated to a match of the ages in five days' time. So we start at the base, your base of operations, your training center, your dojo. You're a new team though, and this place isn't nearly as impressive as it should be for the potential league champions. So Susanna, what is it that's missing from the dojo? doesn't it have that it really should have
0: it needs a bright neon sign that says the duck house
1: <laughs> so it does not have any sort of panoply <laughs> or paraphernalia that refers to your team at all like you would walk in there and it's just like a normal dojo you don't even know whose workout place this is okay i that that makes, that i get that image immediately and nicole what's there? But broken and can't be used.
3: It's like a recovery tub, <laughs> like a, like physical therapy. So it's just we just have a busted tub.
1: <laughs> is there a big puddle in front of it, sort of thing, to show like there's no water in here, just water on the outside?
3: Not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and
1: Cameron, what equipment is there, but it scares the bejesus out of you and your character? <laughs> oh
2: no! I think we have a weight machine that. But th- those cords probably are past their prime. They could snap at any moment, so you don't really want to lift too much or you may injure yourself very badly.
1: <laughs> I totally picture that. They're like frayed in areas. Some of them are retied.
2: The weights are themselves are dented. it's uh, the actual weight written on it not necessarily accurate anymore. Does it move on its own sometimes. <laughs> If, if the breeze is fast enough, yeah. Right?
1: <laughs> but despite all of that, there is something hopeful about this place. So could each of you tell me what it is about your safe space that fills you individually with hope?
0: There's an icebox that works and it's filled with ice cream. There's a big pile of mats
3: that are just perfect for
2: like curling up in and hiding sometimes if you need to. So, shockingly, in comparison with the rest of the setup, we have a remarkably nice locker room with really nice showers. Oh, oh, it's very relaxing.
1: I love that. And it is here that your teammate, airbender Kamal Ishtender, resides in a tent on the roof and where your team manager kamal ish tender senior and medical person can all be found and this is where we open our scene on today's game our one shot here with all of your characters In the dojo. And so I'd like to get a feel, an introduction for all of your characters. So please, once again, tell us who you are so that we can tie that to your character's name. Then tell us who your character is, what role they serve on the pro bending team, and what they look like. And also, where are they in the dojo at this time?
0: I think uh, Chad is going to bust through the front door, uh, just like kick it open with his foot. And he's holding two buckets on the end of a stick that are like over his giant broad shoulders. And they are filled with these m- big melons. And he's is he got the biggest smile. He's got like perfectly white teeth. He's a big like sandy blonde haired guy, like curly short cropped blonde hair. And he's holding up these two big buckets on the end of sticks. And he comes in and he says, guys, look check it out. One of the fans, they gave me this for free. And he he like, kind of like dips the buckets off onto the ground and they kind of land and and maybe like, (laughs) you could probably hear like one of the melons at the bottom just crack.
1: How tall is he?
0: He's probably like six, four. He's a big guy.
1: Wow. That is really tall. And does he wear shoes?
0: I don't think so. He likes to feel the dirt under his feet.
1: Why is that that he likes to feel the dirt under his feet? Well, he
0: is an earthbender.
1: Mm -hmm. How else do we know that he's an earthbender?
0: Well, I think he is dressed probably in sort of the traditional green outfit. Probably some style from whatever's kind of hot in Bossing Se right now. It's not like the prettiest outfit, but it's it's attempting to be somewhat stylish,
3: and it's all very tight on him. He's a he's a big guy. I'm Nicole Orfe, and I'm gonna be playing Malley, the team's waterbender. You don't see her at first. You just hear the flurry of blows around a punching bag, and you just see it. Not really moving much, but you can hear like the flurry of the blows going and like the whips of water as she strikes it. And she ducks around from the bag and she is tiny. She is like four feet ten. There is like nothing to her. Like she is hidden behind this bag. And She is just super buff, though, like buff Natalie Portman. And Natalie Portman's tiny. So, yeah. And her hands are currently wrapped. Most of her outfit is actually just like wrapping. She has her hair, her dark hair pulled back very tightly in a braid. And when she swings her head around, like the braid swings around too, very aggressively. She's like, What was that, Chad?
1: She's all oh, fired up. And is her braid like half as long as she is?
3: Yeah. It's like down to her knees.
1: What holds it in place?
3: She has some silver bells that sound like when it swings, they make like that, like that little gentle water sound, chiming sound. It's very cool, but it can also be very frightening because she moves very fast. You said
1: water sounds. So does that indicate to me the the type of bender that she is?
3: She is a water bender. I was going to say you could tell by her clothing, but right now she's mostly just wearing a lot of wrappings, but she'll stop from the punching and she'll bend down and pick up like a blue robe. That's very basic. She comes from the swamp tribes, not like the polar tribes. So it's a little bit more ragged and she's definitely dressed for the heat. Definitely a lot murkier. Yeah. And she doesn't wear shoes. She has her feet wrapped
1: as well. What's the expression on her face when she looks at Chad?
3: Very fierce and just focused and just, it's not that she's scary. She's just completely focused and determined and just. Eyes are straight on him. Like she's not smiling, but she's not showing teeth. It's just—is
1: she often mistaken for being angry when actually nowhere near? I believe so. It? Okay, I can. Yes. Pic- I picture mm-hmm. this firecracker very easily here. Cool, looking around from the punching bag that you're barely moving. We can also espy our last player.
2: This is Cameron. I am playing Ray. Ray is about five eight, and they are currently walking out of a very steamed up locker room having just finished showering is toweling off her hair when she pulls the towel away finally having dried it enough to be not dripping anymore you can see they have black hair that swoops down over her right eye about to chin level and is buzzed on the left hand side and the black is interspersed with red and yellow and orange highlights They have a lot of gold piercings all up and down their ears and their right arm, which is clearly visible due to her sleeveless tunic, is covered in a full sleeve of tattooed flames. And she is walking out, still kind of drying off, but has put clothes on so is mostly dry, but maybe leaving slightly damp footprints as she exits the locker room.
1: I love that color. That's great. Chad has everyone's attention. Everyone's here. What happened?
0: Well, I introduced melons.
1: <laughs> Chad is pointing at them with a gestured hand. Uh, I have introduced melons. <laughs> I
0: think Chad is probably gonna pick one up and just like crack it open on his knee and like hold one out to the other two, and kind of look around for our our fourth member see if we can find him.
3: Does he does he crack it on his knee or does he do like the bicep? No, curl I think and crack he, I it? think he probably does
0: that for his fans, but not inside not inside the dojo. Oh. oh, I need to there's one more thing I forgot to mention. Chad has on his right bicep, he has a tattoo of a, a golden snake kind of curled around his bicep. He can make it smile if he if he if he <laughs> flexes. <laughs> it's
1: fake.
0: But yeah, he cracks it open and kind of holds it out to the others, like, here, come get come get melons. I
3: brought melons. Where did you get these
0: melons from again, Chad? Why do you have melons?
3: Well, there was this girl that was standing outside and she and her family, they brought us melons. I feel like Mally turns to look at Ray and is like very quizzical. Like,
2: should we tell him? Maybe we shouldn't eat the melons? Ray's fingering through her hair, getting the tangles out. Um, are hmm. While I do love melons, free ones given by strangers in the street, chad uh maybe maybe not right before the finals and he just
0: kind of sadly looks down at the melons
2: what made you think they were our fans well it
0: might have been the um the enormous uh chad ching on her on her shirt oh wow (laughs) and all of the, the people outside dressed in our colors in in her family you know that sort of thing i think the melons are probably it's just a just a nice thing, you know.
2: I sure. Let's eat. Let's eat some melons. Let's go for let's it. Let's eat some milk. Yeah. No, Mally feels bad. She she, she walks holds, over real quick. He, he
3: holds out the melons in Chad's giant hands. It's like Mally's just like it's like a bowl. <laughs> Where does does mallie come up to about Chad's waist?
1: You are eighteen inches shorter than Chad.
3: You're significantly shorter. Yes. Like base of the rib cage.
1: Yeah, about there, I think. Three of you have hunkered down over the pile of melons and haven't even really moved from this spot. And Chad is cracking them open and you're all feasting on melon when there is a sudden slamming of a door behind you and a, what do you think you are doing?
3: Mally turns around real quick, like fist raised.
1: Your short, squat, fiery tempered manager Kamal Ishtender Sr. with his long black hair that flows behind him in shining waves, his perpetual scowl even darker, more furrowed into his face, his fiery temper on full display. Kamal Ishtender, who is a former three-time champion pro-bender who played on the same team as, well, one of the two officials, Hai Tan Lin, is standing before you, feet more than shoulder-width apart, hands on hips, and the darkest expression on his face.
0: Chad nervously cracks open a melon and holds one out to him.
1: He bends and scorches the
2: melon. What do you think you're doing? That probably tastes good, actually.
1: Chad gets
3: distracted and looks at the melon in a new way, thinking, hmm, this might be good.
2: Ray flames her own melon.
3: <laughs> Chad brought us melons and we thought it'd be good to hydrate and re up our electrolyte stuff. Yeah, what she said.
1: Oh. He strokes his chin. <laughs> he has no facial hair and he looks nonplussed at all of you. And he does look extremely displeased with your antics that you have... And Well, and then he says, You have trained to do. Very little time.
3: But if we overtrain, we will extend the lactic acid in our muscles and we need to replenish and electrolytes and melons are very good.
1: There is no such thing as overtraining. That is dog whistle you're told.
2: Get out!
0: <laughs> Chad, like, takes the stick and, like, re-hooks the buckets with the melons and puts them over his shoulders and starts doing squats.
3: (laughs) Mally starts, like, punching some of the melons.
2: (laughs) Ray just starts up, like, some fire whirlwinds around her and continues eating the melon. (laughs) Yeah, like, I'm going to sit here cross-legged, but, like, I can practice. Sure. (laughs) Here's some little baby fire tornadoes. Excellent.
0: Chad is going to put the melons on his shoulders... And start doing push ups. He, he sees that Ray is like eating
3: the melon while he does it, so he's gonna start doing push ups and taking <laughs> bites of melon when he gets to the bottom. Mally's gonna get on Chad's back and start doing like balancing and like punching up like a melon, like juggling This but has happened punching. before, I can so... tell.
0: This is not the first time that, <laughs> that this particular <laughs> no. combination of, of exercises has happened.
3: Are you all
1: trying to demonstrate to team manager Kamalish Tender Sr. that you are in fact training?
2: I'm eating a melon.
1: It seems like maybe this is a uh, a role to plead in this game. Because you're pleading too. with an NPC who cares what you think for help or support. You may roll with harmony. I'm
3: not good at that. Yeah. <laughs> Do all three of us roll or just one Whoever of us? Whoever
1: is, in all fact, f- engaging with plead to, you know, diffuse the temper of Kamalish okay. tender senior manager.
0: I think it should be yeah. Mally. Mally was the one that was talking the most.
1: Got a seven. Then you need something more. Evidence that this is the right course and guidance in making the right choices. And I get to tell Mally. you what I what this individual needs. Um, this individual also needs you to recite the tenets of the team <laughs> for success. And you may appeal to your fellow players to determine what those tenets for success are.
2: Stay on your feet. Flowing water. Strike.
1: How did you say two words? Is like that, that was brilliant. If there was some sort of reward in this game, I would grant it to you because you made two words sound as like impetuous and like I don't care if you are unhappy with me at all.
3: I would argue you could grant plus 1 forwards as you wish Kyle. Uh, but
1: that would not be on this <laughs> character. Like it's not like oh. it's not like registered a plus 1 forward against this character. P-
2: possibly like, the officer <laughs> Cameron turned a plus 1 forward
1: against me. <laughs> but that asks me to ask Cameron, what's Ray's balance um, in, for your character sheet? Because balance is really important in this game. And also living up to your principle, calling people out, denying the call out, and, and setting your balance is always super important to stay on your feet, but also mentally. So wh- what, which way did so you go with I your character for balance?
2: Between friendship and survival, and I am one towards friendship, which is why I'm participating, even though, you know, it's dumb. <laughs> I'll participate. I don't want to leave my friends hanging.
1: <laughs> okay, then because this is your balance for your character, would you like to shift again towards friendship and away from survival? Because yes. that's literally what you just did. <laughs>
0: I will do that. Huh?
1: Cool. Oh. <laughs> All right. He sees you, quote unquote, working out. And he turns to storm away, unless any of you would like to engage in conversation with senior manager, team manager, Kamal-ish, Senior.
2: Absolutely not. Mm-mm. Where's Junior?
1: He doesn't say anything. He points a single flaming finger up, and uh, and then it gouts out, and a waft of smoke trickles towards the uh, stairwell that leads to the roof.
2: Ray mimics that little fire poof.
1: As always, the three of you are alone in the training area, because... Kamalish tender junior they never really come down from the roof too often mostly because they're an airbender and their dad's a firebender and they don't see eye to eye but you're actually not alone because there's always the team waterbender medic which was somebody you picked up early on in the season because you didn't even start with a medic but this person is so unnoticeable that you oftentimes forget are they here right now they are there would you like to assess the situation it seems like the player wants to assess the situation why doesn't Ray who singed the tip of her finger when she tried to do the little thing looks around finally going oh yeah we got a person that keeps us in good health when our team manager (laughs) makes us do too much so please roll to assess the situation
2: I got a nine
1: then you may ask a single question of your list
2: What here can I use to heal this finger that I have just injured?
1: (laughs) Oh, nice. Very good. (laughs) The very non-invasive waterbender medic that I have not described or defined because I don't even have a name for Mm -hmm. them because I don't have a picture in my head already for this individual. So other than what I've already given you, I need the three players here to help me out with that. So I've already kind of described what they're like. Well, if you've got an idea already in your head, let's all work together to figure out who your team waterbender medic is.
3: Can they have gray eyes? Could it be like an old
0: granny, like an old granny from the polar water tribes?
2: She often sits by our broken healing tank. What is she wearing? A flowered like there's like a flower rope, like a water lotus on it. But probably in fairly muted colors. Very sensible shoes. She's always knitting.
3: And Cameron, what's her name? Her
2: name is Joya.
1: That is exactly what you can see in front I of love you her. is your old granny <laughs> Joya sitting knitting next to the broken healing tank. Crisscross applesauce, big long scarf.
2: All right. Ray gets up from where she was sitting eating melon and tosses the melon rind. And the bits that are still left of the like the actual fruit that's just at the bottom of the half melon that she couldn't get to when she was eating it. Just tosses that in the trash as she walks over and kneels down rather respectfully actually next to Joya and kind of holds up the finger that she singed and said, "Granny, I may have hurt my finger."
1: Oh, you your sweetheart.
2: Press it over here. Let me see. Holds out her hand palm up. Oh, is that melon on your breath? Yeah, we have some if you would like one. Oh,
1: sure. Would have been nice to have a young whipper to uh, bring it over for me. <laughs>
0: I, I, I well, gotta, that's just I gotta... nice
1: of you all. Chad is going to try to like get Mally
0: off his back so he can pick up a melon and bring it over. Mally just
3: like scrambles up so now she's like on her sh- his shoulders. <laughs>
0: and he cracks open a melon into like squares so she doesn't have to like dig into it <laughs> and oh. brings it over.
1: Your finger is healed. Yay. And And uh, she reverently accepts the uh, the melon. She, she says, Oh, why, you're all here. I'm, I've been hearing things, really terrible rumors about what's going on with the championship match. Oh,
3: Mally will do a flip to get off of Chad and land next to Granny. Kneel in front of her and be like,
0: Would you mind telling us? Chad kneels down too since everyone else is kneeling.
1: I'm sure you already heard, didn't you, about... The the, the scandal, and there's a detective involved, and there's some... The Four Corners, something's happening with with that, and the betting, and don't... I mean, my
3: old ears are hearing better than yours. You heard the announcer at the top of the episode.
2: Ray kind of looks off. (laughs) I apologize. I apologize, Granny. I was training very, very hard. I haven't really been listening to the radio much. Ray is avoiding eye contact.
1: She still has your Mm -hmm. hand.
2: Yes. And that's fine. Just no longer looking. I hadn't heard of anything
0: personally, but I've been too busy, uh, you know, popping iron and that kind of thing.
1: She just looks at you blankly.
0: When you're doing squats and, and uh, iron because it's weights. <laughs> Ray starts to lose it slightly. <laughs> Chad has fairly large ears and they start turning red. Mally just starts to, like, shake a little bit from
1: restraining herself. <laughs> just What can you tell us, Granny? What, what do you mean? Well, you seem to be a little
2: more informed than we are. No, I'm just sitting here next to this broken piece of junk. I don't even leave this spot. Yeah, how are you hearing rumors, Granny?
1: I listen to the radio, she says. The odds on the, on, on your guys winning the championship went up a whole bunch in the last couple of days. And a lot of rumor about the four corners placing some, some bets. Um, There's worry about a team being poisoned. What? There's worry about... um. Scandal happening with the the old um. It's fine. So, let just wanted to tell you that you know there's a detective on the case now, and you might wanna find out him, or he might be seeking you out to ask you questions about what you know, 'cause a lot of people are saying that it's all just making the odds on you get better and better and better, and the, so that you you throw it, and um there's some concerns about you know. Player responsibility and good sportsmanship and all of it. Why wouldn't the odds be on
3: good on us? I mean, I think we're. Oh yeah. Mallie's face drops open the thought that we would be cheating.
0: Ray looks uncomfortable. I don't think Chad has understood that that she meant that we're going to be cheating. People think we're cheating. Who would think that we're cheating? That's the word on the street. but what? Why us?
1: Because you're a first year team that don't know your feet from your arseholes.
0: Chad stares at his feet.
1: <laughs> Chad's just real, real genuine here.
0: <laughs> I don't think he wants to say the word arsehole, though, so he's he's going to not say anything about
1: it. No. So you're saying we should go see how this detective and set things straight? I think that's a good idea. Well, I mean, you could get to the source of this, too. You might, if you have any connection with the Four Corners or you seek them out, you might be able to figure out why this gang of street thugs is telling everybody one thing and from another. And also, there's... A lot of rumor about one of them officials getting bribed. Bribed? Well, we don't have any connections with the with the street thugs.
3: (laughs) None of us do. Why would we have the connections with the street thugs? We're good people. My mom is a baker. (laughs) I grew up in a swamp.
1: She know. lets go of your hand, Ray, and she pats the knee of Molly and she says, I hey, know, dear. I'm so sorry.
2: <laughs> we should definitely go talk to the detective, I think. I bet that seems right. much I safer think. than talking to the gang.
0: I don't really want to talk to a gang member. I don't know about no. you. Mm-mm. Should we, uh, no? Should we I have no a to- friend upstairs. We can tell him it's for training. We need to take to
3: the streets.
2: <gasps> Cross country training. Something like that. All right. Um, I'll. I'll go fetch them. Ray goes to go put on shoes. I don't even know where you'd find a gang.
3: Mally's just going to put her hands on her
2: hips and be like, Ray's race, race just wandering off. They're done. <laughs>
0: I'm going go to run upstairs and um, see if I can find uh, Kamal.
1: Okay, yeah. The wind is blowing pretty hard. There are laundry lines on the roof because that's where you guys can wash and dry your clothes because you do not have facilities in the dojo. Uh, you burst onto the roof, and I pictured it like a asphalty type roof, and there is um, a single sheet st- stretched out and pinned down, or, or rocks are holding it down or along one of the laundry lines, and that is where the bedroll of Kamal Ishtender is, and if you can picture that imagery combined with the House of Eeyore, it's kind of like that.
2: Oh,
0: okay. <laughs> Kamal! Kamal! Turn on the wind! I want to fall off. Kamal.
1: So Kamal rolls out of bed and he's got a big laceration in his arm. Both arms, actually, that he was badly wounded in a a terrible weightlifting accident. (laughs) Currently quite hurt.
0: Oh, goodness.
1: Okay, so Kamal sits up and he has a shaved head, blue arrow tattoo of the airbender tribe of the mastery of his airbending skill sets he's wearing traditional airbender clothes which probably drives his father insane and he's got a very round worried face and it's compounded worse by very round ears that stick out from the sides of his head and very round glasses he's a
0: very round
1: fella he has a perpetual worry expression to his eyebrows and a thin set mouth that does not smile very often and he has the prettiest cobalt blue eyes that you could just get lost in for days and he sits up and uh, the wind dies momentarily you're not too sure if he did it or if it was just a natural timing thing and he says what is it? Hey, there's some weird
0: stuff going on. We're gonna go talk to some uh, detective to see if we can learn some more about it. Something going on with some suspicions around us and in, in the team. We just wanted to know if you wanted to come with, or you don't. You don't have to. Of course, you. You're still not feeling so good. I know.
1: Well, thanks for asking me. Oh my God, he is. Oh, I'll, I'll come along. Great. Don't see how much help I can offer.
0: Awesome. Why don't you stop by Granny before we leave and see if you can get uh, another uh, another treatment on the arms, eh?
1: she's done what she can alright well come on and
0: he turns around and starts heading back down
1: he gets up really really slowly puts his belongings tries to keep them from blowing away and then he turns and sighs as he leaves I don't know why I'm telling you this I'm just I, creating story and you're not well, even no, there and no, he like looks it. at his stuff and he says <laughs> and he's it's like good. it's probably all gonna blow away anyway <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes down the stairs <laughs>
2: I know. Did Did you say how tall Kamal is?
1: Kamal is pretty tall. He's like six foot one. Okay.
2: Wow. That everybody's tall. The talls. Not
0: you.
1: So where do you want to go first?
0: I think we're going to the detective. We're going to go down to the station and see if we can find this detective, Iwazuma.
1: Cool. Well, there isn't really any rules on how to go do that in this game, because guess what? That's boring. And this sort of game realizes and recognizes that the challenge of finding someone to have a scene is really not a good idea. So we get a quick snippet of you guys traveling through the city I don't know how you do that.
0: We have like a sponsored car because we're like almost the champions, right? Like, so somebody just like <laughs> we have a busted up yeah, gym, but though. like it's a crappy car.
1: <laughs> so MelonCorp is is definitely sponsoring.
3: <laughs> Cab- oh, MelonCorp, the rivals of Cabbage Corp. They're
1: different things, you know. They're actually in trying to get in bed together because they're both round and and kind of green. You're you take your MelonCorp car. It's not a great car.
3: (laughs) Like, it's not even a cart. Like, it's like a cart someone pulls and they run fast. No, because this is
1: Korra time, right? So, there's definitely steam Um, vehicles. But they
3: they still don't have the rickshaws. It's like, crappy. It's the crappiest
0: possible, like, steam car.
1: Even better. It is a rickshaw pulled by a motorcycle. One of you has to drive the motorcycle while the others (laughs) sit in the rickshaw. Who's
2: driving the motorcycle? I feel like it's Ray. Is it Ray? I feel like it has to be Ray. yeah, Ray has added a leather jacket to her outfit. Chad
0: has to like get out because he's too heavy, so he has to like kind of run to like push the cart and then jump
3: on so that the motorcycle can actually get going. Granny's need to solve scarves that blow in the yes. wind. Yes. yes, we have riding scarves. See, so this all yes. comes round. <laughs> You've got to have your riding scarves Chad, on. Chad makes sure it's all of your
1: riding turtle scarves ducks. Are, yes. are properly. So you're in the rickshaw, Ray's driving. There are no difficulties, but when you arrive at the headquarters of the PD hoping to get a chance to speak with the detective. You pull up and the motorcycle is steaming and there's a cloud of smoke puttering off of it and it chokes on itself and dies at the front of the precinct number one. And the next thing is we see the shining marble floor, the columns, the big desks, perps off to one side, a couple thugs, a couple maybe four corners gang or triad gang people there. And hidden in amongst... The Four Corners gang members in the riffraff there is a tall, burnished figure, bald head, that you notice immediate, Mally, as Ralph Johnson, your
3: rival. (gasps) Mally immediately, like, she always walks around with her hands loosely in a fist. Now they just tighten up and she goes all trembly and breathes a little heavy. You
1: pause in your tracks while the rest of the group steps forward a couple of feet and Ralph Johnson's gaze crosses across the precinct and stops on you. Your eyes lock.
3: She's just practically vibrating and her face just tightens and she's just full of fierce laser focus on him. Fierceness and determination and just she's a waterbender, but right now she's nothing but fire.
1: He has an initial reaction to you that you can't immediately discern, but it might be like recognition, but maybe something more. And then you see, as your gaze continues to lock with his, that his expression changes slightly. It grows harder. Perhaps it had initially been open and inviting, but the distance is too great. There's too many things going on. And the detective's walking out. Detective Iwazuma is walking out. And again, I don't know who this person is, so I need your help. Tell me, who is Detective Iwazuma? (gasps) Let's start with Nicole, whose arms are raised in excitement.
3: It's, what's his face? Who's in Everything Everywhere All at Once and the Goonies? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, It's him. But when he's in like Everything Everywhere All at Once in the tux? Yeah. The suave version.
1: He's extremely well-dressed.
3: Suave, yeah.
1: Smaller Asian dad. Yeah. Okay.
3: Hot dad. Hot dad. Hot
1: dad.
2: Hot dad. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. <laughs> and Cameron, they look beat down by the world. How do you know that?
2: We can tell by the set of his shoulders. This very fine suit he's wearing has very defined, kind of pointy shoulders. Mm-hmm. And they're not fully up. And it, They're... He, He's kind of got his shoulders hunched forward a little bit and these shoulder accents accentuate that kind of forward leaning oh. posture. Cool, yeah, the
1: chest is a little sunken and uh, lifted. And then you guys said hot dad. How do we know that he's middle-aged? I
0: think he's got some wrinkles on his face. You know, he, yeah, got some graying at the
1: temples, you know.
0: I think maybe he's got like, like a, a kind of a short scruffy beard, but it's like kind of salt and pepper
1: fine lines around the eyes but yeah, he's, he's aged nicely he looks like he's walking out the door when the receptionist has pointed him out to you or whatever uh, how do you get his attention
3: hey detective detective iwazuma detective iwazuma
0: oh
1: hi where's the turtle ducks we heard some stuff we wanted to talk about it with you <laughs> yeah yeah that's that's really interesting i was coming to see you oh he just turns around and why don't you come to my office and we'll we'll have a discussion there
2: All right. Yeah. I think Ray at this point has made her way over to where this conversation is happening and then everyone turns and starts walking back the other way. So she turns and walks back the other way.
3: (laughs) Mally running really fast, like Chad striding very confidently. Ray just kind of making her way. They're moseying. And then then we're followed by Kamal. (laughs) Mopey and sad. Um, Yeah, he had just just gotten out out of the rickshaw
1: and he just gets into the precinct and he Just gets to the edge of the area when you walk down the corridor, and he's in the back of every single panel, but like far away from every scene. So he's eventually, like, sitting in the bench outside of Iwazuma's office when the camera pans in and finds the three of you in Detective Iwazuma's office. It's a large desk, has some personal artifacts and effects on it. A nice picture of, you know, Michelle Yeoh and and Joy (laughs) (laughs) there on his desk. Yeah, it's perfect. With Jamie Lee Curtis is also in the picture.
3: Yay! (gasps) <gasps> and James sure. Hong! Uh, everyone. <gasps> yeah.
1: um, so he Fantastic. he smiles, Fantastic. sits at his desk, puts his elbows on the desk, and steeples his fingers together and looks at you happily and says, I'm so glad. What did you have to say? We heard about a lot of stuff. We're not cheaters, sir. One at a time, maybe. Sorry, Mally, you go ahead. You talk <laughs> faster
3: than me anyways. We're not cheating We weren't cheaters. We we're training really hard. I don't know why anyone would think we're cheating. We're not going to throw the match. Yeah, what
1: she said. Oh... I had hoped for a confession. That would have made my job a lot easier.
0: (laughs) Well, see, this is the first we're hearing about any of this sort of
1: stuff. So we wanted to come clear things up. Okay. Any of you have any connections, personal or otherwise, with the Four Corners gang?
3: Mally shakes her head emphatically like the bell's
2: chingling. She might accidentally whack Chad Chad with the braid. Ray is leaning against the door jamb with her arms crossed. Just looking down, being quiet, not saying anything. No one on this team has any gang connections. Of course not.
1: My mom was a baker. Oh, good. that's okay. Wow, I'm really glad. So do any of you have any connections with any of the officials? We do have a really well-documented connection between your team manager and one of the officials, but we don't feel that that's too personal a connection that has led to any sort of, I mean, I honestly think they didn't get along with each other enough when they were both fighting that it would be in your favor. So it's been discussed and there's been no recusion. So I think it's fine there. But I mean, these rumors continue to abound and I've been appointed to act on this by Councillor Julie. So I, I have to, you know, cross all the I's, dot all the T's. Well, who are who are the officials for this next round then? Well, Haisan Lin is the earthbender that used to work with um, your team manager. And uh, Julie, the city councillor, pro-bending fanatic. (laughs) And uh, uh, another individual who was elected, has gone up the ranks of the pro-bending circuit and has been an official and referee for many years, is uh, Conti Makwa.
0: Oh, well, that's my uncle.
1: (laughs) Molly turns real quick and looks
0: at Chad. Oh, he's a nice guy. Don't worry about him. I wouldn't worry he's going to do anything wrong. He's
3: he's, uh, my mom's brother. He's your uncle. That means we're attached to him, and we didn't confess that, and now we're gonna get in trouble. Now we're... But we're not cheating, sorry. I promise we're not cheating.
0: Well, I don't think it's up up to us. Like, is interesting.
1: There... He kind of looks over do at you... that the cop and says, "Is there something wrong with it being my uncle?" Well, like, usually if there's like that sort of direct connection, I mean, you're his nephew, he would recuse himself. Do you know why he did not recuse himself? Well, I didn't know he was <laughs> doing it until just <laughs> now, but no, I. But uh, he's he's my uncle. I I don't think he'd do anything wrong. Huh. You don't know that he was doing it until just now. Well, that's why I asked, sir. Well, this... Can you tell me why your uncle didn't recuse himself or make this relationship known?
0: No. Like I said, I, I'm i sure somebody told me, but I don't really pay attention to the officials very much. I'm more interested in the other team, you know? But I don't know. I, I could go ask him, I suppose, but I don't, I don't want him to be reffing for us if there's going to be a problem, you know?
1: Yeah, I mean, you definitely, something will have to be decided there. Now that this has come to light, he's taking his fingers down, he's pulled out a pen, and he's taking some notes. Well, how about I leave that with you? Why don't you go and have a discussion with your uncle and then let us know what decisions are going to be made or what the reasons were, and we can sort all of this out because I think that that would be on your guys's end to make this whole. If I go there and I, I direct line of questioning and I ask him a bunch of questions, you know, that's just gonna that'll make people uncomfortable. Mally's and... looking at him. Isn't isn't that your job, sir? Okay. Yeah. No, you're right. I can do that. Um, I can make it official as an inquest, and then everything he says would be on the record, and then no matter what he says would be on the record, right? You definitely, yeah, I'll go talk to him first and get everything sorted out with the, you know, the honest, heavy handed truth of the matter. That sounds like the better way to go. Someone
0: please tell Chad this is a bad idea because Chad agrees that this is fine.
3: And I I think Mally growing up in the swamp and just being like... No, this sounds right. We're good. We don't have anything to hide. This should be a
2: fine thing. <laughs> you know, de- detective, I'm sure that you're very busy. I think it's probably time for Chad to visit his family anyway. We haven't seen them in a while, so we can go ahead and take care of that.
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't want to impose on you, sir. We we can do that first. That sounds great. What was your name
2: again? Ray. Ray? Just Ray. Ray. Kind of glances at her. Y'all don't know her last name. She doesn't have one, as far as y'all know. <laughs> yeah, I know. And in the register for the team, it, it actually there is no last name there, too. So what are you hiding, Ray? Just want to be me? <coughs> she kind of shrugs.
0: I mean, some people just don't have a last name. I mean, the fella I buy cabbages from down Not the street doesn't really. have one.
1: Not really true.
3: Mally raises her hand. I I don't have I'm a say, last
1: name. Mally doesn't have a last name. Yes, you do. I grew up in a swamp. That's what we have on the records. Mally grew up in a swamp. (laughs) (laughs) I gotta say, the reason that is probably there
3: is because somebody asked Chad what her last name was. (laughs) She grew up up in a swamp. (laughs) Yeah, it's like, I grew up in a swamp.
1: But specifically, Ray's is... Missing here, and, and usually I, this is a city register for the pro bending team, and uh, it's ironically left out. I don't think that's the right use of the word,
0: ironic.
3: <laughs> Chad, it's fine. Wouldn't that be the fault of the official, sir, not on red?
1: Well, you, when you registered the team, right, when your team manager put in this official, this was left mm-hmm. off, and it's just, I, I mean, you made the championships since
2: so everything's being scrutinized with a little bit of extra vigor. Ray doesn't look incredibly comfortable. Probably not surprisingly. De- detective, I'm very sorry if I knew it was going to cause this much of an issue, I would have provided a last name when I registered. But great can they I get it asked now? for me.
1: He smiles winningly. You know, just like <laughs> that guy from Everything Everywhere Else. Yeah.
2: I gotta make up a bullshit last name real quick. Uh, (laughs) oh
1: you want to trick an npc
2: (laughs) yeah let's do it
1: uh why don't you roll
2: it's a plus one Uh, an eight
1: eight is you get to pick one of these things they have they're falling for it whatever the choice you decide to make after after we've determined your success here you're going to pick one of these things they stumble and you're going to take a plus one against the detective going forward or they act foolishly and i will tell you what additional opportunity they're going to give you and uh they overcommit and they're deceived for a lengthy bit of time on this last name
2: i think i'm going to do they act foolishly
1: cool make the complicated one
2: no 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 that let me just
1: write that last name down it was compass Compass. He writes it down. It doesn't spell it correctly. Um, it's with a says, K. I'll take care of this for you. You know what? I, oh, awesome.
2: Thank you. I can
1: get this smoothed over. I can get your last name into the books and properly listed there. And I'll even, you know, get my initials on there that uh, I've spoken with you and I, I, I know it as well.
2: Everything's going to be great. Fantastic. I'm incredibly sorry that this caused such an issue, sir. I wasn't I was not aware that that was going to be a problem when we registered. Really? Yeah, nobody said anything. No, it was an issue. And we've made it this far through the tournament with me just being announced as Ray and everything, and no one ever said anything, so Can I get
1: a idea of whether or not you are lying?
2: I think I'm telling the truth that it's never come up that anyone's questioned me on it before. Mm-hmm. That's not my last okay. name.
1: But you're definitely obfuscating your oh, last yeah. name. You 100%, don't want people to know 100%. it. Right? Okay. So like this is a lie. Yes. Okay, cool. And what is your balance
2: track? Friendship and survival.
1: So are you now working your way towards survival?
2: (laughs) Just going (laughs) to step myself back
1: there. (laughs) And then since I don't remember it and I don't have the sheet right in front of me, Nicole, what is your character's balance track?
3: Force versus care.
1: It's a hard duo.
3: I'm plus one on force right now.
1: I'm telling you to shift your balance, but basically this is a call out moment sort of opportunity. And you can always choose to resist shifting your balance. Uh, It's just like having your labels resisted in masks. That's what this game's tenet is for that sort of push back and forth. Um, But we're just, you guys are accepting it and we're not. um,
2: It makes very much sense. Yeah.
1: Pushing forward.
0: Okay. I have decided I, I know who my protector's burden is going to be and it's going to be Mally. And one of my moves is catch a liar when I'm suspicious of someone write their name here. Chad isn't the brightest bulb in the bunch, but he knows Ray and is pretty <laughs> sure she's lying. So I wanna, I wanna add her name to my uh, catch a liar
1: um thing. Oh my goodness! <laughs> you <laughs> he- cannot write wow. anyone else's name there until you have made Ray admit their guilt oh. and misdeeds. <gasps> In front of an audience, and I will tell you, your fellow pro benders, not an audience. <laughs> okay, um, I was
0: hoping it would be.
1: No, it has mm-hmm. to be in front of a like relevant group.
3: Hmm. So, like at the finals. Uh, maybe I don't want to do that.
1: It is too late. It has been done.
2: Okay, <laughs> <fine>. <laughs> drama.
0: Oh, <no>. Technically, <laughs> I don't, drama. don't have to, but I, I don't know. Yeah,
2: you don't have. You can stay there. And- Ray's not this nice.
3: What's yeah. going on? Why is Ray Chad's, being so Chad's respectful to this detective? This. <laughs> cool. <laughs> so, yeah. Ray exactly. spoke so much.
1: <laughs> okay, well, I'll, uh, I've got your name. I'll take care of that. You're going to go talk to your uncle. Take care of that. And no one seems to have a connection to the Four Corners, which is really what's driving all of this. And nobody else has a connection to the other team,
3: right? Mally, like, actually slowly, timidly raises her hand. Mally? Um... My my twin is the waterbending bending healer for the other team. What? Hey, I didn't know that. Yeah, no, they're we're nothing really like. They're they nothing like me. They're 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 all very cool and collected. Um, but yeah, no, they're they got they got signed up. They're gonna be the um the healer. Um, so no, yeah, no, no,
1: no. They don't look. We Her last name, I I have it right here in the logs. Her name is Awa. Oh, <laughs> I understand.
3: We don't look anything alike. People don't think we're twins. We're identical <laughs> twins. <laughs> Great. What's her name? Rith. R i t h. Yeah. No. Rith. Rith is. Um. She. She. She trained differently than I did. She's a healer. She's. Um. Yeah. Oh,
1: okay. Um. I. I mean, it, it's the team's healer. She's not going to be in the match. But that's a real worry with you guys being considered the favorites now, against a team that's been you know, in the run of it for years. I'm a little concerned about their health.
3: But this is a very good healer. Right?
1: Um, I'm going to have to talk to her. This does seem to be a, a difficult connection. I mean, it, it's happened before. It happens all the time. I'm sure it's fine. I can cite precedent and example. I'll just make sure that we just document it. That's all. Great. So it's not, oh, uh, it's, I'm from this <laughs> one. <laughs> is there anything else you would like to speak with Detective Iwazuma about? Okay, then on the way back to the the motorcycle rickshaw Kamal is so like, good. you guys have a lot more connections to other things going on here than I thought
2: Yeah, apparently I mean, your dad not... is one of the connections too, Kamal
1: Well, he's just my dad I mean, he's on our team
2: so. Yeah, but he was on yeah. the team That's of one of how that worked. the judges <laughs>
1: Right, but I mean, he was on a lot of teams. he played for twenty seven years.
2: That's a lot of time, yeah, huh.
1: but, uh,
3: they specifically cited this prior teammate as an issue, potentially, but maybe not, because apparently
2: this prior teammate hates your dad, oh, which I don't see why that's not an issue like against us, like that seems like that could go poorly, right?
1: I mean, do you know anything about this person? Doesn't everybody hate my dad though?
2: that is fair, fair,
3: I don't hate him. Uh. Sometimes he's nice to me. Mostly I think because he's taller. I don't think I've ever
0: seen that, I gotta be honest.
3: Sometimes, sometimes, sometimes he, there's like a corner goes up just a little a little tiny bit when he looks down on me.
2: That was a really sad sentence. Mally drops
3: like a fighting pose. I'm not sad. I'm strong and tough.
0: Yeah, yeah, you are. You are. And he puts a ginormous (laughs) hand and pats you on the shoulder. Ray pats her on the head. (laughs) Just nice.
1: <laughs> if any of you had conditions, you could roll to comfort each other, but none of you do. So, <laughs> hey,
0: I I didn't want to say anything in there because I, I got the idea you were a little uncomfortable. But that's... oh yeah, I don't like cops. Yeah, that's not your that's not your last name, is it though?
2: Of course it is. Ray
0: winks. <laughs> All right. <so> cool. <laughs> if you ever want to talk about it, then mm. just you know
3: can't. Okay. You know what? Maybe we should not have our heart-to-heart right here in front of the police precinct. Well, I don't know how we're going
0: next, because, uh, I'm not sure if you've seen the motorcycle.
3: Mally points to Chad. I think that's your uncle?
0: We were gonna go see your uncle? Well, yeah, but the question of how to get there, I suppose I could- I could run us there. It's training! Training! Yeah, training! Why are we running? Chad wants to run them in the rickshaw.
1: What are you doing with the motorcycle?
0: Oh, I was gonna throw it in the back of the rickshaw. (laughs)
1: That's... How big is this rickshaw? <laughs> I don't
0: know. It handles one Chad. I figured it could handle one motorcycle.
3: <laughs> Narratively big enough to carry us all. <laughs> it's a very tiny motorcycle. Cool.
1: Do you have a move <laughs> that would work for this? I don't
3: know. Do I...
0: <laughs> I was just going to run. I can roll focus for something, but I don't think I have a specific move.
1: The barefoot Chad, the earthbender, will now roll to rely on skills and training To overcome an obstacle here, which, I mean, you definitely, you're going to roll plus focus. The obstacle is getting somewhere. (laughs) Um,
3: Okay. (laughs) Mally's going to be like cheering him on.
1: You can choose to take a (laughs) level of fatigue to add plus one to their roll after the roll. You don't have to do this now. So we can find out how Susanna has rolled and then narratively resolve that.
0: how did we do i rolled a nine
1: so do you want to get to 10
0: so i guess i could just take the
3: it makes sense to take a level of fatigue here. no i think if i take a level of fatigue cheering you on you would not get fatigue and we'd get the 10 or you could take the level of fatigue i think it makes sense can i can i take the level of fatigue is that how that works well
1: i will tell you how you will run into unexpected consequences and then you can accept those consequences or mark one fatigue
0: i think it makes sense for me to mark one fatigue um you can just you you, there's the narrative thing so if you want to do that right
1: so yay you're marking fatigue anyway i love it take your fatigue the unexpected consequences are you've left kamal behind at the police station And you have to turn around like, like 10 minutes into your jog. You have to turn around and go get him again. No, and he's patiently plodding uh, along the street and looks at you no. and says, I know I don't speak up. He gets into the.
0: Yeah, but uh, sorry about happens that. Happens
1: all the time.
0: You
3: need a
1: bell. Okay. Your uncle lives in an apartment building above a seedy dive bar. It is near the docks of Republic City in order to get up to the thing you have to go into the bar then the doors off to another side what is this name of this CD bar does anybody have an idea or something jumps out to them Stashes. the CD bar what are the patrons like here well
0: you said we're down by the dock mm-hmm. so maybe they're like mostly like sailors okay. you know? yeah kind of rough and
3: tumble guys
1: what about the place makes it a dive bar Nicole
3: they only have like two types of beer it's like darker light <laughs>
1: And there are many bartenders and wait staff. What are they wearing that sets them apart from the patrons that tell you, Cameron, that they are the people that work there?
0: They
2: are all wearing rather old-fashioned like boat captain uniforms. <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> they have very
2: fancy jackets and a dashing hat. Big shoulder pads. Shoulder pads with yep. the epaulets. Lots of tassels. Beautiful.
1: <laughs> this is not a great place that, chad has pulled up to and is now walking into because chad knows where uncle lives so because this is like a principal headquarters of the four corners gang and you do not doubt <laughs> that the leader of the four corners gang is probably here ruling court in their accustomed dark corner that just bristles with weapons smiles and shadows in that order and uh you're about to walk in there. What do you do?
2: The first thing that Ray does is, knowing that we're headed upstairs, this bar, is checking out the exterior of the building to see if there's any way to get upstairs without having to go through the bar. There is a fire escape
1: that links to like windows of the building that you could use around the corner, but there is no standard entrance point um, to the apartments upstairs that isn't inside the bar
2: so when chad heads in ray does a a, a gentle elbow nudge to mallie and says open a window for me when you get up there and just walks off and she's gonna like wait, grab like Ray's like ray has no sleeves she, she's she got a decent like tail on her tunic though and yeah. the height difference is enough that you can grab that
3: she's gonna grab like the the hem of their shirt and be like "Ray." How do you know where this, like, the room is? We've never been here before. How are you going to
2: get up there? I just don't want to go into the bar. So I'm going to climb. Oh, training. Yes, training. It's an arm day. Don't wear yourself out. The big match is coming up. Be careful, but I don't want to go into the bar. So I'm going to make my own route. Ray gives thumbs up and is slowly backing away. Like, <laughs> Okay
3: weird feel like we've been in bars before but
2: okay so
1: you go into the bar following behind chad kamal is like where are you going
2: there are people in the bar probably that i do not want to see me so just on the off chance that they're there i would rather take the risk going around
1: yeah i don't like it when people see me either
2: How are you doing, Kamal? (laughs) I I feel like this tournament's been really rough on you.
1: I just don't want to let my dad down.
2: Yeah, I I have no idea what that's like.
1: What do you mean?
2: I really don't care if I let my dad down. Oh. Do you want to go into the bar with them, or do you want to come around with me?
1: You just seemed like you wanted to avoid something. Yeah. And I I do that a lot. Um, That is true. And I just want you to know that I'm here for you and if you need to confront something I'll always have your back.
2: Ray looks very touched but it also you can tell they're trying to figure out how best to respond to this in this particular situation given their reasoning for not wanting to go inside. Like Kamal that means a ton. That is same I've I've got your back there too. You know, if if you need any backup with your dad, I got you. I don't think that this is a thing that I should confront, though. I think avoidance is the best and healthiest tactic here.
1: Okay. So you two haven't gone very far, right? You've gone towards the corner so you could point out where the fire escape was. And the doors open up and light and sound spills out from inside something loud is happening. So we'll cut from that loud moment of sudden noise to our two characters inside the bar who've now entered in. What sort of entrance does Chad make? Uh, Chad has
0: no sense of self-preservation. So Chad opens up the door and starts smiling and, and kind of nodding at people as he walks by as they glare at him. And he walks up to the bartender and I don't think Chad has been here before, but he knows that his uncle lives here, but he doesn't know what room he lives in. So I think he's going to go up to the bartender and see if he can find that information out. And then Chad will notice, like, something on the back corner or something and start chatting about this guy about Show.
1: Big, booming smile on his face. He's looking for the bartenders. He's looking around. He spies one, and he, like, traps that person with his direct forcefulness. Is that what, uh... Okay, perfect. I love that. Molly, you're... In, following in the wake of Chad, which is almost always the case, right? Mm-hmm. Chad is a big wave and constantly, yep. like a big boat on the ocean or in the swamp, constantly stirring everything yep. up in the mud and murk underneath to, you know, to bring it back to your, your the way of your people's thinking. How do you enter the bar? What are you looking for?
3: Molly is often overlooked, I feel, just because she is tiny. And like, especially behind Chad, everybody sees Chad. And then everybody follows Chad nobody sees Molly. And then even if they do look, they don't, they never look down far enough. So it's like, like the camera cuts from Chad and then has to pan down to show Molly just kind of standing there. She looks in and she just kind of tries to look a little tough. Like she just always like ready to go. And she is going to look around and see if there's any way upstairs. And also she's going to scurry after Chad because Chad cannot be left alone. And all the bells in the braid are jingling.
1: Chad, you've cornered one of the bartenders, one of the people in these uh, luxurious captain's hats and jackets. Uh, hey, uh, you, you look like you work here. Uh, hey, welcome to Stashes. Hi, I'm looking for somebody. My uncle lives here. Stairs to the apartments are over there. So you can buzz up. Wait, you look familiar. And it gives him a big smile.
0: I think, I think it kind of like puts his hand on his, on his hips.
1: A dawning realization settles on this guy. His eyes go wide. He takes a step back. and He's like, are you one of the turtle ducks? Yeah. And the bar goes silent for a moment. Everybody stops and turns and looks at you like perfect. Like even the background music.
3: <laughs> turtle ducks.
1: Mm. Uh. <laughs> Ominous silence.
3: <laughs> Malia drops the fighting pose.
1: There's still a fan on the bar blown with a piece of paper and it goes back and forth. The two of you are standing there and that uh, corner that I'd mentioned earlier, that was brimming with shadows and smiles and weapons, not in that order, brightens up and a figure.
2: Gets a gentleman.
1: Stands up. What does this person look like, Cameron?
2: They're about six foot. They have black hair (laughs) and dark eyes and are wearing a rather nice three-piece suit. They look very official. His hair is fairly short cropped on the sides but has some looser curls falling over his right eye in the front and he's got several ear piercings. Does he bear a resemblance to Ray? Possibly. Does he
1: kind of also look a little bit like dad version of Mako?
2: Yeah. Yes.
3: Okay. Okay. Yeah. (gasps) All right. Mm -hmm.
1: It's like a thump. And this figure suddenly standing there, well-dressed, exactly as Cameron just described. Thin smile, and he goes, Turtle ducks in my establishment? ho and he does the arms like that arms sticking out thing that you'd picture like an old Polish person doing like whoa uh, <laughs> and that is the sound that you've heard Cameron that Ray and Kamal heard while standing out on the street what does Ray and Kamal do in that moment
2: Ray face just goes completely blank and kind of very pale for a moment and then goes to grab Kamal's arm but realizes at, like, just the last second, that his arms are hurt. So she stops. She doesn't. Guides him to the side. So we are farther out of the road and, like, mm-hmm. closer to the wall. Mm-hmm. And is running all sorts of calculations in her head to determine if it's actually necessary to go in or if that was a happy enough A turtle ducks that Chad and Molly should be fine.
1: Assess the situation. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's a yeah. nine.
1: All right. So ask a question.
2: So I I have a few additional questions that I could ask. I think I know the answer to all three of the Casing the Joint questions, though. Okay. I'll say, what is my best way through?
1: This individual sounds happier than you think you've ever heard. Your best way through is to dramatically appear in the doorway. (sighs) All
2: right. Ray finishes doing all of this math and looks upset for a moment and like this is very much not an outcome that she'd wanted yep i kind of takes a deep breath and looks over at kamal and says all right just follow my lead
1: okay
2: and they stalk off towards the door
1: oh boy
2: (laughs) ray straightens out her shoulders walks towards the door The rickshaw is sitting right there, so she grabs the leather motorcycle jacket out of the rickshaw, puts that on, pops the collar a little bit and holds onto it for a second, kind of like centering herself. And then the doors, having finally begun to swing shut from Chad's dramatic push open, steps forward and then kicks in the door. So it's on. It's it's a swinging door. So the door doesn't fall, but they it doesn't go it that opens. way. But you
1: kick it in anyway.
2: Yeah, door falls down.
1: It just breaks on the inside and hangs there as you kick it into the door frame and push it through. A couple of seconds have passed since this happens. The guy, older guy, the dad guy, looks at Chad like surprised, pleased. You know, like ooh, like you you immediately think fan of the turtle ducks yes. yes yes this is what i'm here for this is what this is all about and then he kind of looks around you like on either side he notices molly whoa he noticed you molly she's just still are you a fan sir? he looks past you he like he notices you which is like nobody does that when does anybody notice you behind chad that's weird but he looks past you as well and then I see this is one of those ones where it's like roll an insight check, right? Or whatnot that you would do in another game. But in in this, I just get to tell you because it's not like one of these questions is in assess the situation. You can't assess the situation for his crestfallen look <laughs> because it's like who or what is the greatest danger would be the question you'd ask. And his you can tell he is not looking for either of the two of you and he knows who the turtle ducks is.
3: Ries outside doing some extra training. They'll be back in soon. And that's when you turn
1: it, like everybody turns to look at the door as you point to that and that's when the door gets kicked in the wrong way motorcycle jacket popped collar ray stands there with what expression on her face
2: i feel like it's boredom <laughs> <laughs> oh my god as like tough and uncaring as possible going into this situation
1: you don't even see come on because you know yours in the way in the background and this like glint this beautiful light enters this guy's eyes when he sees it and he goes
2: ray ray remains silent but smirks slightly and starts to like saunter into the bar
1: move boys get out of the way and like a bunch of thug type four corners gang members like wearing the four corners colors hop up and they're getting out of the way and the four corners colors are kind of like an amalgam of the four nations into one sigil symbol like sort of thing like we are all one sort of thing they are very much like an anarchist gang it's it's all started um so um he clears a whole bunch of people out. He's like, and he starts calling out to order drinks and have the waitstaff. And like the whole bar has largely turned back to its own thing. But a lot of people are now watching the turtle ducks here in this establishment. And that's when Chad and Mally can also see oh my God, that's the Four Corners. That's the Four Corners
3: gang right there. Oh, whoops. M- Mally's still like fighting
2: post. Right. Ray, what's going on? So, uh, Ray, Ray just, just keeps kinda... approaching. <laughs> Mally's like. And I think with the shape of the leather jacket on them, even if you weren't already sure, it is incredibly obvious that this man in a suit is related to her in some way. The family resemblance is uncanny.
0: Chad stares at you with his
2: sweet, innocent, but very uh, knowing eyes at this point. Ray's just staring down. Her dad. Is that your dad? Ray finally makes it over to where the rest of the group is standing. You know, shifts over so that all of her weight's on one hip. You know, looks down at Molly. <laughs> yes.
3: You know what? Molly's posture is going to change a little bit. And she's going to relax a little bit. And then she's going to be like, Sir, it's nice to meet you. Ray's a good friend. Yeah, Chad like straight up and says, hi, hey,
0: nice to meet you. And we're like competing for handshakes.
1: It's awkward though, because you go to do that. You notice that... uh He is still staring at Ray, and Ray hasn't gotten any closer. And he recognizes that you're there, and he looks at you, nods. Doesn't take your hand, though. He's still looking at Ray, waiting for Ray. And the table has been cleared, and it's devoid of anyone sitting at it at the moment.
2: Ray saunters over to the table and spins a chair around and then sits backwards on it.
1: So you have to pass your dad in order to go to the table. What do you do to pass your dad, who's standing there with his arms still out, you know, elbows bent as they were before?
2: Uh As coolly as possible, Ray ducks underneath his arms.
1: Oh. You don't see it, Ray, but Molly and Chad both see that crestfallen father expression cross his face like, "Damn.
0: I think Chad feels really bad about this, and since he's still got his arms out a little bit. He's going to, like, inch forward a little bit and grab one of his hands.
1: He's, like, knocks your hand inside. he says, we don't know each other that well.
0: Oh, sorry.
1: He, uh, goes to the, it's, it's I, I said a table, but it's like a booth. It's like one of those corner booths that has, like, a wrap around.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And
1: there probably was a chair off to one side that allows Ray to do this bit. So she's not at the table, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, he slides in and snaps his fingers and does a circular wave thing to all of the people working here and foodstuffs and beverages and melon liqueurs are brought over both beers (laughs) chad and molly sit down as well
3: oh boy if it looks like we're supposed to yep molly sits down but like the table comes like right up because she's so tiny she sits down and it's probably a tall table. It comes up, she sits like a little kid. Like her hands are there and her head's practically on the table. Gosh.
0: I think Chad probably walks over and like and slides in next to Mallie. <laughs> Instantly
2: like squishing her into the wall, probably. <clears throat> <laughs> Just shoved along like a weight, leaf on a wake.
1: How you doing, kid?
2: Doing well. In the pro bending finals.
1: I heard about that.
2: Yeah, I bet you did hear about that.
1: Seen some of your fights. Pretty proud of
3: you.
2: Ray doesn't respond and maintains boredom. Internally, though, like conflicted, but can't let it show, refuses to let it show, but is like, oh man, I mean, I really, I kind of do like the fact that he's proud of me, but also, I'm mad.
1: One of the things I offer to my players when we're running a masks game or whatnot is like, would you like to take a condition? I oftentimes tell people, like, you can just take a condition if you would like to. This game runs things a little bit different because there's now positive conditions that you can get into. But if you would like to take a condition, because there's not really a lot of mechanics that allow for like this element here where you're like, I'm feeling something, but I don't want to take a condition and be limited there. And there isn't really a role to have your internal stuff taken in but i do like to make the offer every now and again is there a condition you'd like to take to reflect this internal turmoil you're experiencing
2: i think i will take troubled
1: perfect you're holding it together you got that stony look on your face that's cool but inside you're starting to churn your friends might be able to see that make it come and they could comfort you post if they felt mm-hmm. the need to do so dad seems to be all smiles and bon vivants though so
3: this is actually really good sir we heard that there's trouble on the finals with the Turtle Ducks that the four corners are involved and we have to ask that we'd not be involved. Can you run that by me again? Maybe maybe Sir, not. We you, heard though.
2: that um we're Oh god.
3: Ray,
1: what's she saying?
2: Ray had been kind of stonily staring off not at her dad. Yeah. But when he addresses her, looks over to him and says, We need you to stop messing with the betting pools.
1: Hey. Numbers are going up because I got faith in my kid. Uh-huh.
2: It's not messing with nothing. Tell that to the detective who's looking into it.
1: I ain't gonna go talk to no stooge or stiff. I don't need to talk to nobody about that. I'm making bets. Numbers are going up. Things are in your favor because we put a lot of money on you, kid. I
2: got faith in you. Ray once again is feeling conflicted on the inside. Ray!
1: <laughs> you go and you win. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, not as good now. You go and you lose. I'm out a lot of money. Wait, so you want us to win? Yeah, I want my daughter to win. Okay, because
0: I had come to understand that we were supposed to lose? Or someone was expecting us to lose.
1: (laughs) This one's really the earthbender, ain't he?
0: Chad looks confused. He's aware he's being insulted, but he's not sure why. Ray is fighting (laughs) a smirk.
2: (laughs) Really, really hard. (sighs) Like, does not want to give her dad the satisfaction.
3: Sir, so we were accused of cheating, and we're not cheaters, and then we're not going to throw the game, and it's just sponging our honor as a team. Well, okay, then.
1: Gives you a lot, like patronizing expression.
3: Mally, like shakes a little bit with like repressed rage.
1: Your characters are seated around this table in this seedy dive bar. There is a strange smell that has been in the room the entire time, and you're only just now picking up on it what is something good smelling Nicole
2: baking cookies
1: yeah sure and what's something not good smelling Cameron
2: the smell of people who've worked a really long hard day around fish around fish yeah
1: so there's that scent of cookies and human fish toil <laughs> yep. that is I percolating like your you nose said
0: that. <laughs> oh god what and question are you going to
1: ask me what you don't like about the smell of the place. What's the table feel like to Chad?
0: It's probably pretty rough. Like, it's not like a nice, like, polished table, you know? Yep. It's pretty rough, and it's got, like, beer stains all over it, you know?
1: Sure. Also, it's probably, like, dagger points from people who done that, like, <laughs> hand dagger game. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah I can, sure. I can picture that. Nicole, what's the lighting like in this? Because, like, remember, it was shadows and smiles and not weapons, still lighting like where you are seated.
3: It's still like there's like a chandelier above us, but like the bulbs like half in so it just flickers every now and then and it's only enough to give Reynold the best lighting. Nobody can see him but he can see everybody else. So,
1: your dad leans back in his chair and smiling this like benevolent paternal smile like of genuine respect and appreciation and pride. At you, Ray.
2: Look, Dad, it's great that you're supporting my team and that you believe that we can win the championship, but I need you to do that less with the gang money so that the cops leave us alone.
1: Bet's already been made, sweetheart. Nothing I can do about that.
2: (sighs) It is not realistic for us to be this favored in this fight. It doesn't make sense to anyone else.
1: Chad looks like he wants to argue. <laughs> Nobody was betting on you guys. I dropped 100k on it. It changed things.
2: If no one was betting on us, shouldn't that have made the it better for you if we won because we were the underdogs? it oh, it's going to be
1: great for me. Odds were like 12 to 1 when I dropped the money <sighs> down. on all stand to win like 1.2. But what happened is when I did that, it changed the odds to be in your favor. There's now more money on you guys to win than there is on you guys to lose did we get any of that money? I don't know how this thing works
3: Jamali shakes her head like little chimes with the bells
2: I feel like Chad knows the no chime and the yes chime I mean I guess if there's nothing you could do then there's nothing you can do
1: I can't take the bet back that would look you know pretty circumspect but you guys are gonna win right? yeah
2: Ray doesn't look as confident
1: your airbender's all healed up?
2: not quite
0: Out of curiosity, where is poor Kamal?
1: Oh, you look around. Yeah, Kamal is sitting at the bar. No drink or anything in front of him. People are ignoring him. He is looking down at the bar. Hey, Kamal. Yeah?
0: (laughs) Come over here, man. Come on. Come sit with us.
1: Oh, I I didn't want to interrupt. You're not interrupting.
0: He wants to talk to us.
1: You don't need to move from the eyes, Fine.
3: There's a space right here.
1: Because there wasn't. Like, you guys sat on the edge and.
3: I feel like Chad shoved Mally. <laughs> Picks in. Mally up.
1: Puts Mally on the other side of him.
3: It's just a- we can make room. Come on,
1: man. Oh, oh, Doesn't need to be a bother on my part.
0: <laughs> Chad's cool. gonna get up and get up a chair. Uh, and would, I, there's
1: tons of room at the booth. It is oh, a booth with like those okay. vinyl yeah, yeah, leather seats. Yeah. Huge you just corner. slide down, he sits down, he's okay.
0: there. Okay. Yeah. Seal it up alright. He's gonna be alright by the game.
1: Probably won't be.
0: I don't know I don't think Chad knows how to respond to that Ray just kind of
2: looks at her dad In like a, a petulant Teenager way even though She probably should have outgrown that At this point it's still a vibe And she's going with it
1: So um you guys need better healing You guys need what do you need what do you need pumpkin
2: A a look of annoyance Passes over Ray's face <coughs> Mally
3: Giggles a little bit oh, do, do you have access to a better healer
1: Oh, yeah, I can get you the best healers in town.
3: Um, sir, I don't know if we're allowed to do that, because I think according to the rules of the tournament, we have to stick with the healer we were assigned. Yeah, no
1: one's gonna know. But that's
3: the issue, sir. We're already under investigation and under a lot of suspicion, and I think any additional help might deter us from actually making it to the end of the final, sir.
0: Well, that seems a little silly, you know? Like, shouldn't we be able to, like, go to a go to a hospital or a clinic or something? What if our healer sucks?
2: Not that, not that Granny sucks. Granny's great. I feel like somewhere Granny, like, hears and just, she drops a stitch in her knitting. Grey looks conflicted. Because one, she really doesn't want anything from her dad. Two, she is concerned about the fact that Kamal's arms are still that messed up.
1: You're not too sure if that's just Kamal being Kamal, or if it's—it's
2: it's not easy to tell. Is that—is—is <laughs> no. it actually still that injured, or is that just like his energy <laughs> is sitting there? Yeah,
1: yeah. You won't know until you train <laughs> or do something yeah. with him.
2: And he hasn't been participating in that, so really, we got no clue.
1: Exactly. So, um, you guys studied up on all the tapes of the other combatants. Do you want need the lowdown on your uh, opposing squad?
2: I've, I've been studying them intensely. Ralph Johnson. <laughs> oh
1: yeah, you met him. We
2: have spent a lot of time analyzing the other team. Mostly their bending techniques.
1: It's a reason they're in the finals like every single year.
2: Yeah, which is why it doesn't make sense for the odds to be so much in our favor. <laughs> it's just Well,
1: everyone
0: out. loves an underdog.
2: We're not the underdog anymore. No
0: nope. Well, we were. Uh-huh. I like to think we're still the underdog.
1: And I think the other team's going to think that too. I don't think that the Newt Gunrays are gonna consider you to be any sort of threat at all. You guys got a kinda easy climb through the ladder to get to the finals here.
2: We beat last easy. year's Easy It wasn't game easy, game. we fought our way up.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but two of the members on that team weren't even in last year's team, right?
3: Yeah. So did you have something to do with this Our meteoric rise to fame? How oh, oh, would I do sir?
1: that? Why why would I mess with my daughter's success?
0: I agree. That seems wrong, sir.
2: The internal conflict is still raging, right? <laughs> and she's like, I feel like you're definitely doing <laughs> that. <though." laughs> what is going on?
1: If only there was a Pierce the Mask move in this game, but...
0: Do you... Uh, would you happen to know my uncle?
1: Is he in the gang? I don't...
0: We gotta go. Well, I don't know, but he lives over you're, this You're kind of
1: weird and to the point, but I just never know what your point is.
0: I've been told that before. I'm just asking because he lives over the bar, and I was curious if you knew which room he's in.
3: Sir, original intent was to come here because Chad's uncle is one of the officials. And he, apparently,
0: he didn't recuse himself for something, and it's making us look suspicious. Huh. It's very tangled, sir. We just want to fight.
1: What's his name? Uh, It's it's Conti Magua. Ooh, I think I heard of him. It looks like he might have heard of him.
0: Chad looks confused, because I think Chad can see that he knows him, but isn't saying anything.
1: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Would you happen to know if anyone else here knows where he might be.
1: I mean, you could ask around. I mean, think There's an apartment above here. You just get in through the stairs over there. They've got the names on the list or whatever. Oh,
0: okay. I haven't made it over to the stairs yet. So that is very helpful. So thank you, sir.
1: No, I called you over because you're the turtle ducks. Yeah, we My are. My daughter's on your team. Yes, she is, sir.
2: Ray has gone back to trying to exude boredom, but it is not as effective as it was when she first walked in because she's thought that she was upset. Mm. because it very much seemed like her dad was trying to rig things. And what it's turned out is that he just happened to do that accidentally by putting way too much money down because he believes in her. And yeah, that's rough <laughs> because wholesome gang, she dad. wanted to be upset and is kind of spiraling. Oh, oh no. Can we see this? I feel like you can tell in her eyes that stuff's going on. She's doing a decent job of controlling the bottom half of her face, but like, uh, you can tell.
1: Let's say that at this point, that troubled condition is really visible to you, her friends.
0: Chad is going to stand up and kind of extract himself from under this table.
1: I'm sorry. Um. Uh, wait, what? How? Uh, I shouldn't have sat down here. And Kamal leaves and goes <laughs> over to the other side.
0: He grabs onto Kamal before he leaves. just kind of like holds him, just saying like, stay. Oh. We're a team.
1: Oh, my arm.
0: No, not. He grabs him by the shirt. He kind of just grabs him and just like holds on him for a second and then lets go. So just so he knows not to leave immediately. And Chad kind of stands up and says, uh, oh. well, we must uh, talk to my-, my, uh, my uncle. It was so nice meeting you, sir. And he's going to hold out his hand again and see if he'll shake it. <laughs>
1: He looks at your hand for a really long time. And then he says, uh, yeah, you uh, you go win the championship.
0: And he takes his hand back and says, we will, sir. And he kind of looks at the others like, come on.
3: Thank you very much for your belief in us, sir. Just
2: please, maybe, um, down in the future. Ray, hold up. Yeah, Ray hadn't moved yet. She was still sitting stonily. <laughs> yeah.
3: I, I feel like Mally's going to go around to a side of Ray Like, like we go in formation. Oh, okay. We're back so you're not right now. leaving. No, we're not leaving. I don't, bending formation around Ray.
1: He does that like little uh, toodaloo and gives you like a little wave to two of you to slink away.
2: I
0: glance at Ray.
2: Ray looks down for a sec and then looks over her shoulder and goes y'all head up, I'll be there in a second. We're a team, we stand oh. together. She doesn't sound happy about it, but she sounds fairly sure about it. Chat
0: just kind of smiles, a fairly fake smile at this point, and nods and grabs Mally.
1: Okay, so as the two of you are like walking away, you can still overhear all of this. He leans into Ray and he says, Look, all the lieutenants, the captains, they've all put in 10k2 on you. What? So a lot of these guys have put in a hefty bit of their savings, counting on you. Take it home.
2: I do not need this type of pressure, Dad.
1: What pressure? Just go do you. Oh my God. Although you could have found smarter teammates.
2: Ray considers for a second. <laughs> So, they're good They're good people They're good friends They're great benders I am happy with my team
1: Hey, team's good, but it's not family
2: I mean, it kind of is Hey You
1: missed a dinner Mom's gonna send her love, no doubt And your brother misses you You should think about swinging by sometime I got the point, okay? Family business, not for you you don't want in? I get it. Found your way. I'll power to you. I love you, kiddo.
2: Ray's kind of looking at her dad with slightly squinted eyes. Mind you, she hasn't seen him in a very long time because she's been avoiding him, so this seems like a very sudden shift in attitude from when she left because of mm-hmm. the pressure to join the gang. S-
1: the perceived pressure? Yeah.
2: yeah. The general family... Kind of overhanging. Also,
1: you were a raging teenager, and yeah, you are no longer a raging teenager.
2: I am a slightly less raging young adult. <laughs> yeah,
0: You're, you've been demoted to just really angry. Yeah, it's
1: a, it's a promotion.
2: <laughs> Still looking, not quite believingly, she says, "I'll think about it after the tournament. I, I can't right now."
1: He does not move to hug you or anything. Just sits there.
2: Ray looks down and starts pressing herself to stand up out of the chair.
1: Sure, he gets up awkwardly.
2: Ray rotates the chair around and slides it back underneath the table and sticks both hands in her pockets.
1: You notice your dad has done the same thing.
2: Ray feels slightly uncomfortable with the realization that they did the same thing. (laughs) I'll see you later. Thanks for believing in me. I think. Always kiddo. And Ray slowly walks away, still looking very conflicted, and catches up with the rest of the group.
1: As you leave, your dad turns to like one of his lieutenants, which was at the table next to you guys or whatever, right off to one side. He leans over to Chuck or whoever this guy is. Maybe his name is Stash, and he's all excited because his name is the same name as the place that they're (laughs) at. He's like, Stash, that's this place. Anyway, he turns over to that guy and he says, ugh. It's always hard when your heart walks around and talks to you.
2: Oh.
1: (laughs) Ow. This has been part one of the Avatar Legends Pro-Bending Championships one-shot for International Podcast Month. Part two, where our heroes meet up with Chad's uncle and then fight for the championship itself, will be out later this month. Thank you so much for listening. The intro and outro music for
0: all IPM episodes is composed by Benny James. Our graphic art and logo are by Matthias Storelli. You can support International Podcast Month by sharing and talking about the event. And you can even buy our team members a ko Links are in the show notes. Follow us at PodMonth on Twitter and use the hashtag PodMonth2022. Head on over to internationalpodcastmonth.com for the month-long blog and for more information about the event. International Podcast Month, celebrating creators, sharing listeners.